You know what really grinds my gears when you're running for president and you have to talk to random normal people? Oh. Isn't that the worst? These unwashed masses wanting me to do things. We'll talk about Asa Hutchinson's disdain for the American people later on. Also, we look at the tragedy that is taking place in Maui right now with those wildfires, and then we get a word of encouragement from the President of the United States. And then to wrap up, I want to talk later on about the uh, overwhelming elitist attitude that we see from some candidates for president, and then we see in those playing fictional characters on television or movies, uh, as well as singers, as well as news organizations. So buckle up. Big Monday coming up next on the Palmetto Family Matters Show. That's right. Welcome into the Monday edition of the fastest growing and strongest conservative talk show in the state of South Carolina, the Palmetto Family Matters show. Justin Hall, Mitch Prosser. We're a little bit more dressy than usual today. We got it's the summertime and I'm quick, wearing a tie. It's not a good not a good recipe when we have a <laughs> extreme heat warning. 108 on the index today. Yeah, it's going to be great. If it feels like 108, you know what that means, friends? It's, it's 108. Hot. Today is, by the way, Monday, August 14th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Ding. It is 9.19 a.m. on this day, and so we want to time mark this sucker. So <laughs> this news is going to keep breaking. want to make sure you stay uh, awares of the time. By the way, we, are, we do have a, an event on judicial reform here in a little while. Thus, hence the uh, ties. Hence the ties. You know who else wears a tie, Mitch? Asa Hutchinson. Asa Hutchinson. At the Do you know what he's doing I, with that tie? At the Iowa State Fair. Yeah, it's it's starting to get a little tighter around the neck. This yeah. is according to Mediaite, but this was from MSNBC. I wonder, Listen, I I love when my Republican candidates for president go on MSNBC. I wonder if he asked uh, people at the Iowa State Fair how many times they've been vaccinated. Yeah. So Asa's campaign, if it ever got off the ground. By the way, we appreciate you coming to Vision yes. Twenty Four, sir. <laughs> I enjoyed the the conversation. He. he he seems like a like my interaction with him. He's a likable, nice guy, a grad of Bob Jones University here yes. in South Carolina. Um, his PR people and his media relations people probably need a little help. Either that, or he does. Maybe you should listen to them. Listen, I actually sat down with him about yeah. media you away. Yeah, that's right. Very nice person. Very he nice did a, guy. Did a show with him. Yeah, I walked away thinking, wow, he's actually very nice. Now, again, I again, there are a few people who have a chance. A snowball's chance of becoming president. Um, since that day, by the way, he had not announced at that point. So no. he was not a president. He candidate. was exploring, exploring. Right. Since then, he's, he's stepped in it. And he stepped in it frequently in Iowa. It starts at the family leader when they had their, basically, their forum a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Tucker Carlson moderating, and Tucker Carlson and Asa Hutchinson have not gotten an agreement on much of anything. Um, and and Tucker really drilled down on him on a few things, and when he talked about the transgender issue, Asa said, and I quote, I hope we get to talk about some real issues here in a little while. <laughs> then he asked him about the vaccination and, and, and all this other stuff, and, and then at the end, Asa made a case for why you should give him a dollar. Uh, not a good appearance, by and large. So he goes on MSNBC? Yes, and complains about is it, a, is it a complaining or a statement of fact? Like, I have got to go... 
Republican presidential candidate Asa Hutchinson complained about having to, quote, spend all of my time at the Iowa State Fair on MSNBC's Morning Joe late last week before arguing that the Republican Party's small donor debate requirements were, quote, not good for our democratic process. 40,000 unique donors, at least a dollar apiece, in order to get on the debate stage for the August debate. And so what he's saying is, darn the GOP, because I've got to go to the Iowa State Fair and raise $40,000. I'm sorry. Yeah, $40,000. yeah. At the by the way, if you're if you haven't raised a dollar from forty thousand different people when there are three hundred and we'll say thirty ish million Americans and a hundred and fifty so of them should agree with you eighty of eighty million of which voted for the Republican presidential mm-hmm. uh, candidate candidate in the last election yes. If you can't raise $40,000, chances are you need to hang it up and eat a corn dog at the Iowa State Fair. <laughs> I'm sure they're or good. Or an elephant ear or drink some lemonade. Fisk fries. Uh, I doubt they're that good mm. there. They're better here. Mm. Quote, I'm not criticizing them and their means of collecting the 40000 but the fact is I'm not a self-funded candidate. What does that have to do? And the RNC rules is burdensome on the candidates too. That's bad grammar. Instead of focusing He's on from Arkansas, inst- mm. instead of focusing on other ways of raising money and focusing on other styles of campaigning, I got to spend all my time at the Iowa State Fair to try to get on the debate stage with dollar contributions, and so that's not helpful, and it's not good for our democratic process. Can you can you explain to me how that's not good? How is it not a good thing for the democratic process for you to have forty thousand people supporting you with money? First of all, I I. I shudder at his choice of descriptors for the process whereby we come to the conclusion of whom we select whomst whomst we select you you gotta do the uh, when you say whomst we select for president of the united states it is not a democratic process it is a constitutional republican process whereby we uh have a job interview yeah it's not really one person one vote it's a job interview for someone, male, female, tall, short, fat, skinny, got to be at least 35, so young, old, yep. to be the chief executive of to the United ki- States of America. To be our king or queen for four years. Ish. So, I mean, here's the king executive George order. I, I'm concerned when someone wants to be the chief executive, the commander-in-chief of the United States Armed Forces... The, the most powerful person in the free world. And they're whining and griping about being at the Iowa State Fair. Where, God bless you, I, I mean, my kids could run for president. They love the fair. I know, I'd go to the fair. Everyone went. Vivek was there. Nikki Haley was there. Tim Scott was there. Mike <laughs> Pence was there. You imagine- Donald Trump was there. I've got to eat this elephant ear. But he didn't appear on stage with Kim Reynolds because it, she doesn't support me, so I'm not going to sit up there with her. And by the way, thanks to our friend, uh, colleague Bob Vanderplotz there in Iowa for doing an outstanding job. Um, if you if you want to check out what's going on there with a couple of endorsements, we're not endorsing anyone, right? Um, and he hasn't either that I'm aware of, but um, some major endorsements happening in the state of Iowa. Yeah, Steve um, Dace. Yeah, Steve Dace made an endorsement. Um 
And so I think I think Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, uh, wow, it's going to be, as we've said all along, it's going to be a wild and bumpy ride to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Yep. And there are a couple potholes and speed bumps yep. right here in Iowa, New Hampshire, yep. and your home state, if you're from God's country, even, South Carolina. Even Larry Elder and Francis Suarez were there. I mean, Larry Elder's running for president. Do you know that? Yeah. Okay, so uh, he was there. The The point is, and, and this will put a bow on Asa, why are you running for president and showing ultimate disdain for the for the little old granny who's going to give you a dollar? Because I'm serious now. You're more reliant. See, this is old school classic republicanism that that grinds everyone's gears. I need to go find the big donor with a million dollars. I need to go find. You know what happens when you do that? They control you. Now, a lot of people on the other side of the aisle of Asa, well, maybe the same side, are saying, you know what? Asa Hutchinson's right. Asa Hutchinson has a point. And and all these people, you put all these people who just want to air their grievances. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's called the primary yeah. process. We'll get to a little bit of disdain for the everyman here a little bit later. But first, we go to one thing that is a bit more uh, somber. Obviously, last week, we saw significant wildfires ripping through Maui. Uh, we've seen several folks come out and discuss this. Will Kane uh, from Fox News, his parents actually live uh, on Maui. Yeah. Um, uh, former Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard, obviously former Congresswoman from Hawaii, yeah. has spoken about this. There have been uh, 96 confirmed deaths from the fire. Uh, that, that's, that, is, that is a most recent update. Uh, there are infinitely more people, unfortunately. What happens is extreme drought in Maui. There was uh, Hurricane Dora. Mm-hmm. off the coast, well off the coast, but driving the winds, which ripped the fire through the island. There were there was no siren alert. No. We aren't sure why that... It, 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 the fire could have messed up communication lines. There could have been something. The state is investigating that. Right. There was no, People were literally having to evacuate by mouth, like telling people to leave. You people were found were in the ocean. I yeah. mean, they were, they were fleeing into the ocean. People probably drowned trying to... So you got a, a water or fire, and people chose water over fire. I mean... Dozens of victims were found dead across the burn area, but only two people have been identified. Mm-hmm. As of Saturday, uh, Maui Police Chief John Pelletier said, we have to do rapid DNA to identify everyone, and he's urging people who have their missing family members to send DNA samples to mm-hmm. help. About 2,200 structures have been destroyed or damaged in western Maui. About 86% of those structures were residential. It, they're using cadaver dogs. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm just going to say this really quickly. So it, this isn't like terrible, but if you don't want your kids to hear this, just turn this down real quick. Uh, the folks are saying that when they remove, when they find bodies in the rubble, they're basically falling apart. Right. <clears throat> that's yeah. that's awful. And the Last report I heard, the cadaver dogs have only swept about 3% of the affected area, the, the yeah. burnt area. And so the 96, as you said, Justin, is just going to grow yeah, it, all, exponentially. Um, and and we, our prayers, obviously, with the people of Maui. And, and I know a lady yesterday, she said, we're supposed to go on vacation next May. And I, I'm thinking. Why does that matter? I, you know, I appreciate, you know. But right now, our thoughts, prayers, concern need to be with people of Maui, not just for tourism, not just for their livelihood, 
but for their families and and those that have been just literally gravely affected by this. Yeah. Like, as you said, perfect storm wear. And if I, if you haven't lived in a tropical island, it, these wildfires do crop up. I, I've seen them Frequently on hillsides. Yeah. And um, it, 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 they happen fast. And if you add wind to that, they, they can spread even quicker. And as a result of this, I mean, just and there, there are, as you said, several investigations happening, whether or not power companies uh, are on the hook at all for not cutting power or not sounding alarms or that's beside the point right now, the people of Maui need our prayer. And so if you'll join us, uh, we're not going to pray during the show, uh, but pray for the people of Maui. Yeah. Lahaina specifically Lahaina, the town of Helena was basically wiped off the map. Yeah. So that is not good. Uh, president Biden was cycling, uh, at a Delaware seaside, because apparently that's where the White House is. Um, And according to Bloomberg correspondent Justin Sink, after spending a few hours sunbathing on the beach near his home, when asked about the death toll on the island, Biden replied with no comment. I heard a couple other guys this morning, they were talking about this, and they said, you're the president of the United States. You're supposed to have a comment for that. There's a cue card waiting somewhere in the wings. Once again, if you're PR people, if you're press secretary, uh, now I doubt that Corinne Jean-Pierre is on the beach with him, but if there's not someone who has coached you with an answer to that question, then you need to fire them yesterday. There, You're supposed to have, you're the president of the United States. You can pull something out of your hat. Speak to the tragedy. Speak to it. Our Mr. Empath in even, Chief. Yeah, the... the, the Caring old grandpa? I, even if it's... And, and whether... Like the, the guys I listened to this morning, whether you believe it or not, mm-hmm. our thoughts and prayers are with the people of Maui. Uh, oh, no comment? Really? Yeah. No comment? Asked by several reporters camped <sighs> outside earlier in the day. So that's later in the day. Earlier in the day, when he was asked whether he could stop riding his bike to talk about the devastating blazes, Biden responded, quote, we're looking at it. Either, again, there are two options here. There are two, and there are only two. He doesn't care. Or he or he's, doesn't understand. He doesn't understand. And he doesn't have the mental faculties to understand. We are nonpartisan. I would rip President Trump if he did this. Oh. Because this is this is classic example of not being prepared, not reading the briefings, and just checking out. Like, you're the president of the United States. You shouldn't go on vacation. I get it. But you're never actually on vacation because guess what? The red phone's always with you. You're never on vacation. The Secret Service is always with you. You're never on vacations. Your comms people are a phone call away. You know why? Because you're the leader of the daggum free world. And one of the states of your union just got ripped. Specifically, an island of that state got ripped by a wildfire, and there are hundreds of people dead. And there are people who might, who will never see their loved one ever again at all. Yeah, I'm not the president. I, I've played, I, I've never even played one on TV. Right. But I played you, one in my mind. The answer, the answer very clearly is our thoughts and prayers are with people of Maui and the full weight and force of the United States government. Every way to help is with them. We will do what it takes to be, comfort those families and rebuild oh, that island. Oh, but hey, hey, if this were four people killed by someone shooting a gun, man, boom, 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 boom. You see the problem? This isn't. This can't ultimately be made political. Now, actually, it can be climate change. But do you see the problem? Just have something ready. 
have you knew this was happening before you left for vacation i didn't even have the and, and i'm not saying the answer that i just gave that i just rattled off would be the answer to give but that, that wasn't even ready that just rolled off the mind because you're out a of functioning person so yeah anybody who has anybody where the wires are remotely close together and, and the they're synapses arcing, are firing yeah that now if he's if he's worried now, I, I will throw a third option in there it, because there has been a class action lawsuit against power companies. If he's in any way worried about, cut, like, listen, we, we've got to work through this. And That's I, a I stretch. I, I know. I, I know. I, it's a stretch. We're looking at it. We're looking we're into looking it. at what? The calls? We're looking into the calls. Say we're looking into the calls of the fire and our prayers are with the with the right. families of the loved uh, oh, ones I'm who are you. still missing, and we will do everything we can to help rebuild a town in this country. Because guess what? I'm the president, and you're my constituent. Yeah, I, I'm with you, and I'm Simple. not. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying, I, I don't know where Ridiculous. he's coming from, and I, I, it's hard to figure out where he's coming from on this, uh, if anywhere. Now, full disclosure: on Wednesday, Biden did express his deepest condolences to the families of those who had died in a statement, and then he added that he was quote grateful to the brave firefighters and first responders mm -hmm. who continue to run toward danger, putting themselves in harm's way to save lives. He did uh, declare a federal disaster the next day. It it just he hasn't done or said anything else it's the same as east palestine it's just weird so that's again that's a wrap on on maui but i do have a couple more things uh for us before we get out of here i feel like we're in a growing culture where those who are widely acclaimed do not care about me or you or you or the things that you hold dear. And by things you hold dear, what do I mean? Your livelihood, your family, your faith, your way of life. Nah. Like, crap on all that. Don't care about you at all. We care about me. Uh, example. The, the writer and actor strike mm -hmm. that's taking place right now. Which again, maybe might be bad for the folks who are like set designers and set builders right. and all the rest. Good in that we won't get any gunk from Hollywood for for a little while longer. Bad because I want to see some good movies. It so it multifaceted. The new Snow White, we talked about it. Uh, you know, this isn't 1937 anymore, and and all this other junk, okay. right? About Snow White not needing to have a love interest, but rather need to pursue her corporate career, sitting in a cubicle making 50k a year, and then she'll be fulfilled. There's another, these keep leaking, right? These keep just kind of finding their way out. Listen to how uh, Rachel Ortega, I believe that's her name, is is describing Snow White, the character, and her relationship with the prince. The prince who saves her life because she's in a comatose state. Okay, here you go. I mean, you know, the, the original cartoon came out in 1937, yes. and very evidently so. <laughs> um, there is a big focus on her love story. Um, with a guy who literally stalks her. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Super weird. Super weird. So we didn't do that this time. <laughs> so, no, so no prince or a different kind of prince? We have a different approach to what I'm sure a lot of people will assume is a love story just because like we cast a guy in the movie, right. Andrew Burnap, great dude. Yep. Um, it's, uh, it's 
one of those things that I think everyone's going to have their assumptions about what it's actually going to be, but uh, it's really not about the love story at all, which is really, really wonderful. And whether or not she finds love along the way is anybody's guess until 2024. Um, all of Andrew's scenes could get cut. Who knows? It's Hollywood, baby. It's Hollywood, baby. So they don't care about you. They just care about your $16.5 to go see the movie? And and we're just going to change the whole thing. If you're going to change the whole thing, then don't call it Snow White. Call it... Uh, well, never mind. I'm not going to Call it anything. So that's one Call example, right? Baby. So she's a stalker. So the prince is a stalker. Oh. I find that an interesting take. Is that, is that legit? Like, that's, that's what, the storyline? Well, no. That's what she says about the 1937 oh, version. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. In the cartoon yeah, yeah, version, yeah. the prince is the stalker. Well, she doesn't he's need for rescued. Yes, the princess of Snow White, who, by the way, based on a German princess, mm. did need to be rescued because her evil stepmother, a poison apple. who turned into a witch, gave her a poison apple. If you eat poison, you die. Wow. But the only thing that could rescue her is... True love's first kiss. I mean, yeah, it's hinky, but it's a fairy tale. Next, we go to Lady Gaga. I think that's the first time I've ever said that on this show. I was waiting for the Lady Gaga clip. Lady Gaga told fans a few days ago that she prays that more Americans will speak up in support of abortion rights. Who are you praying to? The 36-year-old pop singer who has defended abortion for years, uh, on a stop on her new Chromatica Ball tour in Washington, D.C., quote, I would like to dedicate this song to every woman in America, she said, before playing a piano rendition of her 2011 song, Edge of Glory. Do you know that song, Edge of Glory? I'm sure if you like. Yeah, you yeah sing I'm it not going to sing it. Uh, to every woman, quote, to every woman who now has to worry about her body if she gets pregnant. Hold up. What? Again, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay this out there and you can pick it up if you want to. If a if a woman has a miscarriage, it's not the same as an abortion. If the health of the child rapidly diminishes and the baby will die or has died and has to be removed, while it is the same procedure, that is also not an abortion. An abortion is a willing termination of a known pregnancy. A human life. That's the definition. And you're pregnant with another human being. You're not pregnant with a fish. You're not pregnant well, with the, a dog. As I've said on this show multiple times before, the major difference between a DNC and an abortion is the willing choice to end another life. In a DNC... Unfortunately, and I hate to sound so cold, the baby is no longer alive. It the baby the baby does not magically become a person in the moving through the vaginal canal. It is a person from the moment of conception. I'm not a doctor, but and I've never played one on TV. But I did stay at Holiday Inn Express one time. One time, uh, she says, "I pray that this country will speak up, and we will not stop until it's right." Over the past few years, this country has been very brave and showed a lot of courage. And there was a lot of pain. Name it. Name it. Give me this. I don't know why I'm holding the mic right now. I don't either. Give me. Give <laughs> me. serious. Give me this. Give me the specific moments you feel, or when the country showed its bravery most. We wish we could go back and change what happened, but I want to remember your bravery. I think the world is pretty special. Really? Well, you know who else would think the world is pretty special? The babies. Uh, other pop stars. Halsey. 
Billie Eilish and Pink, I could probably name you two of their songs combined, uh, have spoken out since the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Uh, it's just, it. it this is the thing. I, I pray... Pray that more Americans will speak up in support of abortion. Again, I just ask you the simple question, who are you praying to? Who are you praying to? And finally, this from CNN as we wrap up the show today. Oh, a CNN article. CNN I'm, article. I'm giddy. He's my boss. Her dog is cute. They have an exam today. Antiquated notes. Pronouns are a part of speech we use to refer to ourselves and others. They're an essential component of language, and as of the last few years, among its most hotly contested two. Some of the most common words in the English language have gender markers, including pronouns, but not all of them are binary. Consider the singular they, mm. preferred by some non-binary and trans people for whom gendered pronouns do not fit. Now, why do they not fit? And then there are neo-pronouns, new pronouns, gender-neutral or non-binary pronouns that are distinct from the common she, he, they. Neo-pronouns include terms like Z and M, and Z is spelled X-E. And some of them even date back several centuries <laughs> when they were introduced by writers as a solution for referring to subjects without assuming gender. This CNN pronoun usage explainer. Here are a few relatively common neo-pronouns and how to use them from the Human Rights Campaign. <laughs> Note, some of these pronouns may be pronounced differently based on their user. So this isn't even a real list. Z, Zer. I asked Zer to come to the movies. Z said yes. Uh, another one, Z Zer or Z here. The teacher graded Zer paper today, and Z got an A. Fay Fair. Fay told me that Fair best friend is in town this week. What the? I'm taking M to the park today. A wants to bring ear camera to capture the the garden for himself. A is my best friend. Most of Air's weekday evenings are spent at my house. Now, why do we use neo-pronouns, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, Dua Sela, a musician and actor who's appeared on the Netflix hit Sex Education, uses pronouns they and Z. She told, uh, sorry, they told, no, she told their social media Thank followers you. in 2020 after Z started to use Z pronouns that it's really affirming to find pronouns that are right for you. Neo-pronouns have a long history. They found over 200 neo-pronoun coinages, many of which were created before the 20th century, more than 120 years before the current pronoun debates. Previous pronoun debates revolved around the non-inclusivity of using he as a generic pronoun, like in the Bible, he that is without sin among you, let him be the first to cast a stone, because he is often referred only to men. The issue became more pressing when the women's rights movement gained traction in the 19th century. Okay, the he there in Scripture, it's literally just you. Well, it's, 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 he it's, it's a reference. Because he's talking to the Pharisees who were all men. men. Okay, just. It's a reference. Often when we see these pronouns, it's a reference to I know. Mankind, not woe mankind, and man and woe man. Uh, notice man is in both, and mm, I'm not saying both are men. I'm saying that uh, that's the basis of speech, and what we have here is a failure to communicate. We have a lot of confusion, uh, almost like dysphoria going on, and instead of 
not tamping it down, but addressing that dysphoria and confusion in a manner that would help to remedy and treat that dysphoria and confusion. We've adopted it wholesale and we've bought into it hook, line, and sinker. Mm -hmm. And now entire segments of population are walking around dysphoric. Calling themselves Z, Zer, A, M, Air. A, M, Fe, Fair, A, Air. By the way, the the Greek to English translation can, can, of John eight seven is the one sinless among you. Can I when when I see an A, I'm be like, hey, <laughs> hey, come over here. Sorry for yelling yeah. in the microphone, but like, hey, does that work? Would they be <clears throat> uh, Would they be offended? Mm. Last thing, I don't know. Last thing, because we got to get out of here. <sighs> Noun self pronouns. Oh dear, are neo pronouns that use nature and other inspirations as non binary or genderless descriptors. Linguist You're Jason D'Angelo told the New York Times that noun self pronouns were popularized <gasps> on popularized on the social media platform Tumblr around 2012 and 2013. Well, anything established on Tumblr has my vote and remain in use among members of fandoms who make their their noun self pronouns from the properties they enjoy. For someone who uses the noun self pronoun leaf. That may look like this, quote, I hope Leaf knows how proud we are that Leaf is getting to know Leaf's self better. Or, Leaf arrived at the coffee shop before me. I was mortified to have been late to meet Leaf. I, I finally get to be, and it's acceptable that I now get to be a 1971 Diet Coke machine? That's correct. 1971, see, I can't even say it. 1971 Diet Coke machine feels himself, or, oh, oh. Some critics of noun self-pronouns feel that the words sound silly. And I put that in quotes. Or, quote, make it harder for transgender and non-binary people to be taken seriously. Yes. <clears throat> Since the terms are often much newer and less commonly used than other pronouns. Barron noted, though, that all words in any language were invented at one point. All words are invented at one point. Do maybe. not bring Shakespeare into this. Like it or not, lots of new words pop up every day. But understand something. If I introduce myself to you, I'm not going to... Just truthfully, I'll treat you with dignity and respect because you are made in the image of God. Yes. But I'm not going to ask you what pronouns that I, you want me to call you by because I'm just going to base it off of how we've always based it off of. You. You look like a woman. Boom. I will gather that you are a female. I call him he because he's a him. And I'm a he as well. I'm not. D don't come to me and tell me I go by leaf. No, you don't. Not in this conversation. Sorry. Not going to do it. I'm going to call you Scout or Champ or Sport. <laughs> Bud. So, again, just really quickly, it, it all boils down to the fact that they are they are clamping down on the thing. Whether, whether, it's, whether it's CNN telling you how to use noun self neo pronouns or whether it's Snow White, the new Snow White saying that Prince Charming's a stalker thus trying to reshape the image of little girls and what they believe is good and right in life, or Lady Gaga praying for abortion, or the president not finding a single empathetic bone in his body to stop riding his bike for two seconds and say, well, you know, we're praying for the people of Maui still, not just in a federal declaration. Or if it's a Republican candidate for president saying, I don't have time to talk to people at the Iowa State Fair. It's all terrible. Yeah. On a very serious note, yes. our, we do want to extend our thoughts and prayers to the family of Senator John Scott, who did pass away this past weekend at the age of 69. So won't you join us in praying with Senator Scott um, and his family as they mourn and grieve the loss of their father, um, brother, husband, um, 
pray for them during this time. That was a very sad story to come out yesterday uh, about midday. So continue in prayer with us for his family and for his fellow senators, fellow lawmakers who have who have shared their thoughts as well. Uh, we will can the typical closing for the show. We will end on that note. For or, my knuckle tra- knuckle dragging troglodyte friend who doesn't know Leaf Self. That's true. I'm Mitch. Thanks for listening to the Palmetto Family Mind Show. See you guys later this week. Thank you.